This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I am Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. OK Sis. Welcome back to OK Sis. Welcome, everyone. If you are a new listener, welcome. I'm Scout. I'm Mads. And we are the sisters behind OKSIS Podcast. We're actually sisters. We're yeah. not just like fooling Friends. you. No, we're legit sisters. We're blood sisters. Blood. One time I tried to push her out of a moving van. What are you talking about? Yeah, I tried to do that one time when we were little. I feel like we are uncovering a lot of uh, trauma that I have experienced in my life. Sorry, it's of you. probably all of me. Damn. Do you work, do you work about me on therapy? No. Oh, good. So I didn't totally <laughs> it hasn't you for co- life. It hasn't come up yet. Oh, God. Tell me when it does. Oh, dear Jesus. Okay, come on. Okay, oh, we so. Don't, well, w- we do believe in Jesus. No, we don't. Well. We're Jewish. Okay, but Jesus. We believe he existed. Exactly. That's what yeah. I meant. Okay. Just wanted to clarify that. Okay, moving on from that. <laughs> um, I was listening. This kind of ties into my current fixation of the week, which you guys will hear in a few moments. Um, I was listening to the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast, And they did a whole intro on confidence and I was really moved by the conversation and I started really thinking about how confidence plays a daily role in my life, whether or not I identify as a confident person, what confidence means to me. And I felt mad that you would have some pretty good insight into this as well. So I kind of wanted to open the discussion to talk about what confidence means to us and how we employ it on a daily basis. All right. Well, how, how do you employ it? I would say that I'm a pretty confident person. Um, I think I used to not be a very confident person. I think I had a little bit uh, low self-worth, especially in my days when I was really into the depths of my bipolar disorder and I couldn't function. Um, But since kind of of getting through milestones like publishing my own magazine in Barnes & Noble and founding a women's media site and starting a podcast, these little things that I've accomplished have built me up to kind of retain a certain level of confidence that I move through my daily life with. Hmm. So to me, I think the the only, not the only way, I think most people are born with a certain level of innate confidence. And if you're struggling to um, expand that level or increase your confidence, it really just has to come from your mental state. So you have to just decide to be confident. Like I think any person who's confident, it's not a facade, but it is it's a choice. A choice. It's a fake it till you make it. It's a 
I'm I'm waking up and I'm gonna just stand up straighter. I'm gonna I'm going to be in the room a little more. I'm going to make my presence known. If you just do those things, and I know it's harder than than it you know j- just me saying it, but really that's that's how I am confident. And I think people would look at me and say and say that I'm confident. And I think that's pro that probably attributes to my like volume of my voice but also and my you know just my booming presence that's not what oh, i meant to say yeah, but, but you just got like a booming presence. just like my my energy levels i think people would associate that with confidence but i mean even the most extroverted and outgoing person can has, have low confidence can have low confidence and low self-esteem so i'm not saying that my confidence is not something that i continuously work on um i think my confidence wavers in in smaller ways or or in lesser known ways um more so my internal dialogue and my inner voice and the the things i say the self-talk the negative self-talk um could use could use a little more confidence i think that's that's definitely a, an area everybody of my life. has that reel that goes on in their head that doesn't serve them and i think once you realize that it doesn't serve you and that you only have the mind that you have it's a little bit easier to kind of combat those negative thoughts and replace them with more positive confident confidence yeah. boosters if so you know yeah for i lack think of a better term. i think on the surface level I appear confident and I do feel that way in a lot of the situations I'm put in. Um, I think the work I need to do is internally and being internally confident in myself. And I think that will take whatever like happiness level and um, demeanor and and lifestyle. I think that's going to skyrocket it once I kind of connect those two. And also like having insecurities is totally normal. Everybody has insecurities. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something to really remember as you're out there maybe comparing yourself to somebody else um, or feeling down upon yourself. Like insecurities are a totally natural thing to have. Um, what's interesting to me is how people combat those insecurities. It's how you react to it. You yeah, know, for sure. When you see a happy person th- or a a person that is very in touch with their emotions and how and how they operate, that doesn't mean that they're happy all the time. That's yeah, just impossible to be happy. It's all the impossible, time. and that's just not the definition. It's it's w- how you react to your insecurities how you react to um, uh, tragedies or certain things that happen in your and traumas in your life. Like how, not even trauma, just like little inconveniences and mm-hmm. things like that. Like those, those reactions and those impulses are really telling about how you live your life in the long term. And I think this really ties into our interview that you guys are about to hear. Bianca has kind of taken her life situation by the horn and completely created an amazing life for herself with incredible accomplishments. Um, Wait, before we talk about Bianca, though, we have to do word of the week. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Getting is, ahead of yourself. This now. is good. This one's good. This really um, actually relates to confidence. The uh, word of the week is cornucopia, and it means an abundant, overflowing supply. So if you have a cornucopia of confidence, you are doing stuff right. Yes. But if you don't have one, you can still achieve it. Then that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) You can still achieve it. You can still achieve it. You can do whatever the fuck you want. It's whatever you put your mind to. Using our word of the week. Thanks. Relating it back. Thanks. Um, Also, uh, side note, I would like to propose an OKSIS drinking game. Ooh. Um, Oh, no. This is going to be making fun of me. What is it? (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, sisters, if you're listening to this, like, oh. not in, not operating a vehicle or, like, not at work. Actually, you're at work. 
do it too. Just participate all across the board. Um, take a shot anytime <laughs> Scout mentions Murakami or <laughs> or that she has a mental illness. Oh my god. But what are mine? That. I was trying to think of mine and I you can't. You don't have any. I don't have any? I don't Sorry that Murakami and bipolar is like the bane of my existence. <laughs> it's part of your it's part of your it's part of my being. DNA, literally. Oh my god! Literally every time you say Murakami, and I'm sure, like I've actually really, only said it like two or three times. I know, but it's it just it makes it's me laugh redundant. Every time. Okay, it, I get it's it. It's not redundant. You can keep saying it. Just like I think we should just make a drinking game out of okay, it. Okay, well then people are gonna get drunk. <laughs> um. Anyways, okay. So back to Bianca. This episode is incredible. Bianca is, um. You know, I knew her in high school and she was always this like spunky and dogged personality like this person. She just is so fierce in her path and her passion and also like a little spiritual in a way. She is. She definitely has a spiritual, which which really came out in this episode, which I loved. And she's unwavering in her in her pursuit pursuit to just like and you know you'll listen over the world right like her you'll listen her path is a bit like in particular and it's 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 amazing it's amazing but it's not very like we should say who she is she's a model she's an artist she's She's a writer she's a writer she's like a a freelance extraordinary basically yeah multi-hyphenate that's my new word just so you know multi-hyphenate what about multifarious you're giving up on that one yeah because we've over now take a shot for every multifarious we use it too much okay you're right multi-hyphenate yeah take a shot every time maddie says polymathic okay that's you're gonna get wasted also uh, i mean i i haven't been saying i've been like replacing it now with multifarious and then now you're replacing that (laughs) with multi what is it hyphenate so so every synonym of polymathic you have to take a shot yeah okay anyways back to bianca this is definitely um not her her aura bianca back to her grounded behavior she is incredible so um be inspired uh this is a long one just so you guys know so just kind of buckle up but i think i think it's a a lot of gems and um just listening to her voice she's so soothing so yeah so uh enjoy sisters one of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement, and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair 
with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Born and raised in Coronado, California, Bianca Valle always knew that the city life was for her. She graduated New York University's Tisch School of the Arts with a major in film and a minor in art history. In addition to her previous roles at Milk and Nylon, she does freelance photography, painting, and production design for editorial videos and short films. Lately, she's also been modeling for a number of brands that are striving to feature girls with untraditional looks. Without further ado, Bianca Valle. Hey, girl. Hello, hello. Oh, we're stoked <laughs> to have you on right now. Oh, the beautiful ma- horse mane of hair. Okay, your hair is next fucking level. Guys, Bianca's hair is Please down to it her ass. <laughs> it's like mermaid locks. It is unreal. It is. It's quite. It's quite uh, <laughs> a situation. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I a actually, situation. believe it or not. 
um, to all of those listening, before we were recording this, I was taming the main <laughs> because unfortunately it is quite a process. Um, I don't brush it every day. Um, it can't be as high maintenance as Mads in my hair. We got Jufros. We have Jufros. I mean, that's true. I it, In theory, everyone has like a, a hair thing. Thing. Yeah, you're so right. So that's my no thing. One wa- no one, everyone wants someone else's hair. It's just the, yeah. it's like the pact. It's like you're whatever, right, yeah. it's anything. Yeah. Anyways, we'll, we'll dive into that more. But, um, so just so everyone knows, Bianca and I went to high school together here in good old Coronado. Coronado. <laughs> Nado nods. Um, and she, we, we didn't really know each other that well in high school, but I definitely admired her from afar. She Aww. had this like hip Vibe. like aura about her and I always just admired your individuality especially in this this town that we went to school in um and then I went to NYU and then you called me and you were like I want to go to NYU I'm deciding between NYU and Berkeley tell me everything you like or whatever and I was like do not go to NYU and Thank God she did not listen to me because she had the best experience at NYU and she's thriving in New York now. So here we are. Here we are. Here we are. I'm currently where we are recording this in our hometown of hometown. California. It I mean, comes Coronado. Full circle. Yeah. Look at us. It's so crazy. Cute. So cute. Okay. So let's do current round of current fixations. Current, current round of current, current fixations. <laughs> I hope you guys are editing this. No, no, girlfriend. Oh, no, this is all raw and real. Really? Yeah. Oh, you sound amazing. (laughs) Okay, great. I'm stumbling. I'm st- I got to warm up. Did you hear I gotta me? Stretch. Did I got to stretch hear what I a little bit. <laughs> current, a current, fit, current round of current fixation. Current fixation, current. Is this live? Is it live? No, it's not live. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Have you ever heard a podcast before, Bianca? Yeah, but who does not edit a podcast? Oh, my God. No, most people, most people don't. Really? It's the best conversations are when it's not edited. It's just... Free, free flow. flow. Okay. You're well, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try really hard to not stumble. Oh, I'm you're really no, fine. you're I'm like, I'm just landing from Mexico City, and I'm have like Spanish brain, <laughs> English Spanish. brain. I'm just a yeah, mess. It's a jumble. Even, but here we are, even, girl. Just, just let it. We're let letting it flow. flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, Scout. Okay, so my current fixation this week is Lauren Everts Bostic. She is a blogger, but what I really, really look up to her for is her business savvy. She's <clears throat> incredible when it comes to business and branding. Can you tell them <coughs> what her name is? Yeah, I said it. Lauren Everts no, Bostic. Her oh, her, blo- her blog is called The Skinny Confidential. Yeah. Um, but what I love so much about her is that she diversifies her income streams. So she has a blog at Instagram, which she gets paid for certain ads. She has a fitness program, which is a monthly subscription of $10 a month. Goals. She has a podcast where she brings in revenue from advertisement. She has a coconut lube company where she brings in money from sales. And I'm like, this girl knows what's fucking going on. And when you look at her Instagram, it's super like hot pink, like super girly, which is not my aesthetic. But her brain and the way it mm-hmm. operates and her hustle is so fucking inspiring. I like if I need a business pick me up or a hustle pick me up or a creativity inspiration pick me up, I immediately go to her because she's always providing value to her readers and her listeners. And she reaches out to every she answers like every single DM people send her because she yeah. knows the value of community. She does, she's not like I'm too big to totally. Yeah, so she's she's, she's a powerhouse. She's definitely a hustler. I I get that vibe from her, and she has this like laser focus on laser what she's focus. trying to achieve. That's very true. And she it's the the value she puts out is pretty intense. I mean, it's amazing what she does every day. So she's yeah. someone that I really look up to. 
Oh, the skinny confidential. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Okay, so my current vexation, I am currently reading this book by Abby Jacobson. I might regret this. She is the co-creator and star, and she stars in Broad City with Alana Gla- uh, Glazer. Oh, love them. Yeah, so she just created a book. It's a, it's her recount of her journey driving across the country um, by herself. It was after a breakup, and... Um, she just kind of goes into the different stops that, that she stops at the different like inns and bed and breakfasts and, um, the cities and just like her inner dialogue at those places. Um, and then she also, uh, it's, it's also a book of illustrations. So she has like illustrations of her, she do the the illustrations yeah of the podcasts and the albums that she listened to along the way. And, um, I mean, there's definitely like a sense of loneliness in, in the book but But when is there not i know of course (laughs) i mean she's she's all alone in the whole book but like there's this sense of loneliness you get but there's this also empowering independence type of feeling throughout it because it is her mourning a breakup her first love and just how she's coping with it and it's I guess just driving across the country alone. Amazing. I want to read that. Oh, it's on. It's great. She's and the thing about her, the thing about her is, you know, in broad city, we see her as this very silly, humorous character. And in this, it's, she's super vulnerable, serious, um, and deep. And it's, but also with like that comedic aspect as Mm -hmm, well. So mm -hmm. it's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Everyone. That's a good one. All right. Bianca. So my current fixation. Yeah is um i'm gonna butcher his name i'm pretty sure he's has some sort of french background but it's alan de Botton. yeah wait here we go stop here here we go he is my favorite author and he's the author i have yet to read oh my god yeah Holy, what have you, what have you read from him? I'm obsessed with the school of life. Oh my God. Okay, keep going. Yeah, so exactly. So I, I guess what I'm trying to do is navigate through the school of life um, with him. He has lots of talks, lots of books. Mm-hmm. Um, I purchased uh, Art is Therapy mm-hmm. and I've kind of been dabbling in it and kind of using it as like a reference. So if I'm feeling something, I kind of crack it open and read a few passages. That's what his books are kind of like where you can just crack them open they're not really narratives they're more like anecdotes mm-hmm. just like ser- essays yeah, yeah essays. Essays, i would yeah. say yeah just like compiled essays but right now i'm reading one of his books called small pleasures mm-hmm. and basically he kind of analyzes really uh day-to-day situations or tasks or things for example he t- has this one essay that talks about the simple and small pleasure of a fig mm. and how it's you just like, love figs. I love figs. I, lo- I love figs. I love too. figs. I could go through a whole box like that. Oh, I, I do. She's obsessed. I do. Obsessed Summer with is my fig. It's the fig time. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, with, I'm right, so with you on that. Yeah. And I think, but going back to this whole, the whole concept of pleasure. And I think it's because the reason I gravitate towards them is because it is such a romantic, mm-hmm. luxurious little morsel mm-hmm. that I'm just so attracted to it. Classic, classic Taurus. We love like everything extra. So I love buying them because they just are just so extra. But they are luxurious. You're right. I think I am. No, it's an amazing are. thing. Thank you. Yeah. For hey, girl. Sure. <laughs> um, but he, t- for example, an essay kind of breaks down the smell of a fig the taste of a fig where you would find a fig and how figs come in and out of your life 
um, and how that's something really special. Mm-hmm. And um, figs always leave an impression on you when you see them. For example, like when they're in a salad at this random restaurant uh, that you order, when they're on a random salad in a random <laughs> restaurant, you definitely stop and you're like, oh, there's a fig. Like you definitely uh, kind of acknowledge acknowledge its presence and the power that a fig has mm. to do that is kind of incredible because what other fruit do you acknowledge like that? You're so and, right. You know, yeah. like oh when God, you I'm see feeling fi- inspired right now, right? Like when you see a fig, you're like, oh, there's a fig. Like yeah. you acknowledge its presence, mm-hmm. and it's a damn fruit, guys. <laughs> like <laughs> it's. I a think fruit. this is like the I, best conversation I've ever had on this podcast. That like <laughs> seriously spoke to my soul. Wow, I mean, Scout, but that's you, this guy, yeah, this, you this man. man. You would love I a know, dip, I don't know, know it's, why. It's been on my list forever. Oh my god. So okay, yes. He, so he does have like an encyclopedia of life advice and wisdom in the school of life, which is this school that he created in London, which is just um, a school for emotionally intel and emotion- how to gain emotional intelligence and Ooh, drive yourself through okay. the world. Um, just like how we've talked about, like how to fall in love, how to meet your right partner, how to do like he's, he teaches you, th- he teaches courses in those more emotional oh, wow. topics of your life. But what I would recommend is he did write one fiction book, well, actually two, cause it's like a sequel but one called on on love and it's it kind of brings in psychology and it follows this love story between two people in london these two young people and kind of like how like the the ebbs and flows of a relationship and you know the lust part but then like the kind of getting comfortable part and then the like how to sustain it part and then maybe like there's you know yeah exactly and it's and he just brings in also his whole background of psychology and philosophy into the fiction yeah it is probably one of the best books i've ever read it's my favorite that's the magical thing about the way that he writes is that even though he's writing about figs there will there will be a sentence talking about the sweetness of a fig but then the next line he ties the sweetness of a fig into this giant life concept that can wreck you yeah he's like just like the sweetness or like yeah. the the melancholy of life and yeah, you're just yeah, like yeah, damn yeah, yeah. you okay. know it's it's beautiful going to amazon tonight yeah. and ordering everything he definitely integrates those two very seamlessly he's he's incredible sounds like i would like his prose too oh absolutely yeah i mostly read it for the prose for and pro- then okay, you I'm get off the ancillary benefit is that you get all this wisdom but the prose is awesome okay yeah. cool i love a good prose um okay bianca Let's talk about you. Yeah, let's talk, let's about, talk you, about you, girl. Oh, man. Look at you and your denim on denim. Canadian no, you're tuxedo. So cute. Thanks, guys. I'm very much a denim on denim gal. It's love just so it. easy. Yeah. I'm all about easy. We, I feel you. I have like a love hate relationship with denim. I never what? found denim I, on denim or no, just, just denim. Just denim. Oh. Like I've jeans, I always felt were so uncomfortable. I never understood how oh people God, thought they jeans are. were comfy. Yeah. And then um, I just recently found the perfect pair of jeans. I wear page jeans, and I feel like I'm in sweatpants in them. My jacket is page. Oh, there they we make go. Good denim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about you. Okay. Anyways, so let's. So you're super young, and you're like one year younger than me, which is just makes me feel very underaccomplished. But it's okay. And you have already, you know, succeeded in so many different ways. So can you just talk to us about? What happened after graduation and how did you kind of get to where you are right now? Well, <laughs> we all have different paths yes, and <laughs> life comes in waves. So it could be that right now I'm just, 
you know, on the up and up and you could be next, Maddie, or <laughs> I'm on she the way. next. Yeah, she you are. Next. You're here. Coffee. We're here now. And, you know, it's really funny and it's, it's kind of a lot of pressure when uh, people do say like, oh, you're doing so well and you're so totally. young and it makes me nervous because I'm like, well, what's going to happen when I'm 26? Am I going to die? Am I going to no. die? Is that going to be it? Yeah. No, but, but I have to just remind myself to pace myself mm-hmm. and to be honest, I think that's why I am where I am is because I don't have a good grasp on pacing myself. I'm a very Mm. extreme person. It's either all or nothing, which isn't sustainable. Mm. Um, And I'm slowly learning that uh, recently, but we can, we'll get into that. So after I graduated NYU, I found a job at milk studios doing their social media And the reason that I got hired there was because while I was at NYU, I interned for Legs, which used to be an old production company that was a part of Milk Studios. Mm. And then once I was in Legs, one of the founders one day said, "Um, we're going to create a makeup line. Do you want to be like intern for our makeup line? And I was like, why would a photo studio make a makeup line? But I was like, yeah, whatever. Sure. So I would sit with her in her like head honcho office Mm. um on her couch and i would just research it girls so at this point in time instagram was not the beast that it is now Mm -hmm. um i definitely was on it way more and i kind of took pride in knowing like the it girls you know and i felt like i had a good filter of knowing the ones that were genuine and Mm -hmm. were kind of in the limelight for a good reason. So my job as an intern was to compile lists of like who the new faces would be and concepts about like, don't waste your time doing your makeup for the party, like be at the party. Mm -hmm. So that those sorts of like little concepts I came up with, I named several products. Um, I named the highlighter lit. That was me. Wow. And one of the uh, lip colors is called new whip. I did that one. Um, it was really fun. It was really fun. And I got along with a lot of gals there so much so that I was recommended to be community manager there, which was just, uh, managing all their social media. So I ran the account. I think I was there for six months until one good day. I got an email from Jade Taylor, who at the time had just become the beauty director at nylon magazine. Mm. And the reason Jade Taylor knew me was because I used to intern, uh, at nylon magazine, um, which I think is a key, one of the biggest keys to where I am now was interning. I, the second I landed in New York, um, I forget where I was, where I was, but I stumbled into like a magazine shop. There's lots of little magazine shops uh, downtown and I gravitated towards nylon because I've always been a big nylon girl and it kind of just like clicked. I was like, oh my goodness, nylon must be based in New York. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm in New York. I'm going to intern for Nylon. You know, this like devil wears Prada dream. And that is something that I'm so grateful of. I'm a big, big dreamer. And Mm -hmm. I kind of, it's so funny. I've been told that I don't really think about consequences Mm -hmm. so much so that I will be like, oh, I'm going to intern at at Nylon. And I don't even think about it. And I just do it Mm -hmm. instead of like thinking of what what repercussions could happen. It's not like there's a repercussion interning at nylon, but with a lot of things in my life, I don't think about the negative thing that could happen, which is a good and a bad thing. 
anyway. I mean, that's very self-aware that you have even recognized that in yourself, that you – and when I said, like, you're so young, because, I mean, now that I say that, I kind of hate myself for saying that because I don't like when people say that to me, like, oh, you're so young, you've accomplished so much. And it is true. It's a little intimidating to be told, like, oh, you've already been in Vogue, you've already been this, you do, you're getting all these opportunities, and you're so young. Like, yeah, where is there to rise? And I think – I think what more I meant is just like where did that kind of persistence to even get you to this point come from in such a quick manner? You know, that is something to be proud of. Yeah. You know, like I wouldn't I wouldn't diminish that. I wouldn't like put that down and say and for you. I mean, but it is realistic for you to say, like, it's not sustainable. Yeah. Um, And I think and you understanding that right now can you can shift your mindset now to kind of think okay now that i know that this type of up 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 is not sustainable how do i kind of level it out and maintain it yeah right yeah is that kind of where you're at now yeah i think so going back to my to my story so when i did first move to new york i just got bit by this bug where i wanted to do everything and i think that's why New York is so magical is because there is this energy that either can affect you positively or negatively. Mm, a lot of yes. people get really overwhelmed in New York. I get very overwhelmed I do in too. New York. <laughs> yeah. And I, I didn't know. And I, like I said, I wasn't conse- consequent, consequential. Mm-hmm. What's the yeah. word? Consequent. It sounds like that's really served you though. It has. So mm. when I, when I was like, oh, I'm going to go to NYU. Mm. I didn't think about, I didn't think past like the cool part yeah you know i was like oh there's gonna be like taxis and like (laughs) i can wear like tights in the winter yeah you know i didn't think about the throngs of people the different cultures the dangers i was very i guess i have this like beautiful naive naivete this naivete Mm -hmm. to my to my thought process and i think that's truly what has what propelled me through school i was fearless i went uh, every semester with an internship. I interned at Nylon. I interned at Jill Stewart. I interned um, at Milk. I interned at Refinery29. Mm-hmm. Um, I was relentless. I would utilize uh, our career center, which I think a lot of people kind of scoff at a career center, but I it served me really well. I would go in and, you know, if you really break it down for those younger uh I guess, listeners who are um, studying or or in college, employers looking for interns will look at universities. I mean, where else? So they put lists there. They put put postings up on university websites. And I feel like a lot of people don't make that connection. That's a really good tip. They're like, how do I find an internship? Well, it's like, obviously, a company is going to be like, oh, we want everyone from NYU to intern at our company totally so if you make that connection i think it, it will really serve you so that's what i did i interned at all these places um i'm lucky that i love people i love speaking to people i love making conversation i'm very open um i talk about anything i talk about everything which mm-hmm. has been has proven me uh, <laughs> a little uh negatively in some situations and in other situations it's been really positive for example i gravitated towards a lot of people at these internships mm-hmm which then led to jobs. And that's why Jade reached out to me from Nylon because while I was interning there, I would always speak to her and ask her for advice on skincare. Mm-hmm. And I, I was so in awe coming from such a small town and finally living this like 
like I said, Devil Wears Prada dream that I was so hungry. I was like the annoying intern that that asked all the questions. I would go up to everyone and say, hey, can I help you? Hey, what can I do? Like, can I intern in two departments at once? I was so damn hungry. I love, I love it when people are hungry. It like just gets me going because I think that so many people want to do so many things, but they lack that internal hunger. Yeah. And to see it so clearly projected onto you is such a testament to what being hungry can lead to. Yeah. But it's also, it's a common thread that we have, have been seeing on this podcast as well. Like we interviewed Amanda Thomas of Love AJ, the jewelry line, and she did the exact same thing with Rachel Pally. She was an intern and she would literally just like, Rachel Powell was like, oh, I need to drive to downtown. She's like, oh, can I sit with you? Can I just talk to you? Can I just like yeah. pick yeah. your brain? And it's that grit. It's tenacity. That t- yeah. And I, I think, I mean, I think that's everything. I think that trumps um, talent, talent, merit. I think that trumps intellect. There's always going to be someone smarter in the room. But if you, you could be the hardest worker and that's something if that you, you can control and yeah. have a feeling. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I totally agree with that. And it's it's a hard pill to swallow mm-hmm. because people it's hard to accept the fact that you create your own reality mm-hmm. and you you can motivate yourself as much as you want to. Mm-hmm. But it's sometimes it's really hard to find that motivation. Totally. But it's also you have to be aware Mm -hmm. and if you hear yourself complaining about a situation or thinking oh i wish that were me well then do Do it it. just do it people always so i started a magazine when i was 22 yeah and we sold it in barnes and noble locations across the country and people my friends who had dreams of doing things would ask me how how to do it and i just just do it do it just start tomorrow today right now tell someone be held accountable just start yeah i i actually got dinner with a friend back in new york and we were talking about our lives. She is 30, I believe. Um, I tend to attract a lot of older people in my life. Mm-hmm. So we were at dinner and she was like, dude, I can't believe you're doing your food thing. Like, I can't believe you're studying nutrition. I can't believe you just did it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you literally woke up and realized that that was your calling. You just did it. And I'm like, yeah, you just do it. And she's like, I want to start my own business. I want to have my own company. I want to do this. And I'm and she's like, what do I do? And I'm like, girl, you like just quit your job tomorrow and go You'll do it. You'll figure it out. Yeah. You'll you have figure to it do out it. real quick. But you can't, you can't be scared. And, and, and that's the thing. If you keep waiting for the, we're just like speaking all these truths. If you keep, if you wait for the perfect moment, it's not going to come. It's never going to come. It's not going to come. You have to do it. And it's, I mean, it's about sacrifice and it's also being fearless. And I think that's where this, little pattern of not thinking about what could happen Mm -hmm. and you just you just figure it out when you get there ah mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. 
Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You know. So you're an entrepreneur at heart. You know, is that something you identify with or is that not a word that you would use to describe yourself? I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know yet because forever I thought that getting a, a nine to five was was it, was what I wanted. Um, and once I was at a nine to five, regardless of it being amazing, like mm-hmm. milk was an amazing place. Nylon was an amazing place. I would still walk to work and think, wow, this is kind of wild that we wake up and go sit in the same place mm-hmm. every day and do the <laughs> same thing every day, every day, every day. Right. And so I would, I started getting, I, I mean, it's like the, the average kind of classic, wow, so this is life moment. After any graduate, mm-hmm. I would think, has. Um, but, like I said, I'm very extreme, so much so that I acted on it, which a lot of people just accept it because, I mean, it's the way the world works, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you have yeah. to work, we have to work, we have to make money. But we, it's shifting. It's it's shifting, and, and that's something that kind of, that's my safety net. Because it's really hard these days to say that I'm a freelance creative. Because people are like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> wait, wait, so for people that don't know you, can you talk a little bit about some of your accomplishments and some of the work that you do do? That might be my brother. <laughs> Ooh, someone's at the door. Um, we'll let them handle that. Okay. Um, I'm in my childhood home, to all of those listening. <laughs> um, but, so, w- I was at Nylon so I left Milk to go to Nylon because I was asked to be their beauty editor. I was at Nylon writing for the magazine for about three months before it folded. And once it folded, I kind of pattered in and out of writing, I guess, positions. Um, and that's when these accomplishments, if you will, started happening. Um, I was asked by Nike to be a face of one of their races they had a 5k in new york um and i feel like that kind of kick-started this whole um i guess like freelance life mm-hmm. i feel like i'm skipping things i mean no? I, but it, no but i mean that it, also your path was so, as you said just like not non-linear D- yeah D-linear? Non-linear. non-linear non-linear um and there, it's a trajectory that is so unique and feels so authentic to you. I mean, there. I feel like people have written about you even when you were at Nylon and at, yeah. like you had you you weren't just that nine to five girl. You were also this a personality. a personality that people knew that people wanted to write about. Um, and that's that's kind of where we people saw you in Vogue or saw you Urban Outfitters did a thing like Madewell. You know, like th- I think those popped up. And we're sprinkled throughout your entire career so far, yeah. which is kind of great because, like, you think that people behind the scenes in these in these nine to five jobs, like, don't get that type of attention. So yeah. that's kind of that's kind of interesting and unique to you. To you, I thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I, mean, that's I just adore you. If you don't, if you, if didn't you really haven't picked that up, you guys are so sweet. I, I just, I feel like I have so much to say and it's just, it's, it's hard because totally. I have done so much and it's, it's kind of a funny thing because I'm so deep in it. I don't realize it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. But you're right. I guess I was very motivated even while I had nine to fives, even while I was studying in school to kind of pursue these 
outside projects. And I think it's because in New York, People are that way. Mm-hmm. Everyone has 9,000 things going on. So totally. I thought, oh, if I don't do that, I'm going to fall behind or fall to the wayside or not, you know. It, that's how that's how you uh, reach, you achieve your goals. That's how you get closer to your dreams is by mm-hmm. doing a 1,001 things at once. Hmm. So I adopted that mentality really early on um, because that's what everybody else was doing. But I guess I just happened to do it really hard and really fast which um, kind of led me to where I am. But yeah, so for example, when I was at, at Milk, I would kind of like dabble down below at Milk Makeup or mm. I made my own zine or I had my own art show. Um, I do, I get, fine art is kind of a heavy word, but I paint. Um, so I had Ooh, my own what art are, what show. Are your, what are your paintings like? They're abstractions. So I, I've always painted ever since I was little my dad is really artistically inclined um and my parents would buy me canvases and acrylic paint and I would sit up in my room pre this is pre-internet days and we had to entertain ourselves whoa with like (laughs) non-computer things um and so yeah I would just paint and my parents love museums and I grew up going to museums and every time we went to museums I would always buy postcards of paintings that resonated with me and they're usually like a Degas or something by Toulouse-Lautrec and so I would get those postcards and try and recreate these like amazing paintings of these amazing artists um so I kind of got in the swing of that um yeah so I would have my own my own shows and I think you can tell by the way that I speak and the way that I think I am super interested in a thousand and one things Mm -hmm. I'm doing a thousand and one things at once. Um, and I think that has served me because I'm able to do everything that I want. And I let myself do anything that I want. And I think that's the key. I think people are scared that maybe one day they wake up with this desire to start doing ballet. And they're like, oh, like the t- I don't have time. It's expensive. Like what? Why? And then they just let it go. But I act on those on those impulses. Yeah. Um, and Ugh, it's I love you. It's yeah, only it's really unique. And that it's is really so cool. That, I mean, th- no matter what you think right now, or you're scared about the you not knowing the consequences, like that skill of yours is, is going to serve you. Yeah. Like it's not going. You're gonna fi- you're gonna figure out the next step. The sustainability yeah. of the. You but know what I mean? That's the thing. It's like. It's, I think when it comes down to it, it's either you let yourself be fearful or not. Mm-hmm. I think the, one of the biggest blocks in anyone's life is fear. Like and the reason, failure. exactly. Like the reason my friend is not quitting her job to start her own business is because she's scared. I always say to myself when I'm about to endeavor in something new, or if I think of a new idea or a new project or whatever it is, I always, and something's holding me back. I ask myself, is it because of fear? And if fear is the only reason I'm not doing it, I make myself do it. Yeah. That's and that's, fun. you have to, I mean, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. You have to, especially when you're hustling and doing your own thing and making your own reality. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. And it sounds so cheesy, but that's the only way that you mm-hmm. will be able to follow your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think growing up, it's so funny when people are like, oh, what are your dreams? And then once you get to an age when you realize that you're kind of veering from your dream, you're like, wait. Life is too short. Life is mm-hmm. too precious. Why am I not doing what I want to do? Absolutely. And I think taking that that risk and that leap is only going to benefit you in the long run. Totally. 
Okay, so I kind of want to I want to shift a little bit because I know I know we had talked about this, but I want to hear about your relationship with the word and profession of quote unquote influencer because as you had mentioned like at Milk Studios you were compiling this list of like it girls and I feel like you are part of this new wave of influencers that seem like you said authentic that seem like you guys are curating your brand and your images with this grace but with also like intellect like there's substance whereas I've seen so many influencers that are just it's not attainable it's not relatable with you guys like you I, I kind of put this under the bucket of like Liv Perez or Alyssa in the city like those types of quote-unquote influencers where you guys feel my, like my friends like it feels like people I would actually know so I don't know the word itself I just feel like has gotten a lot of like baggage or stigma around it and it but it also like dim- that that stigma is diminishing what you do and 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 your work and your art and the things that you put on these social platforms so like what what is your view on what's going on right now and like what your what your profession has become essentially yeah this is a really good question and i've just recently come to terms with this concept because i didn't choose to have a following mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, I was doing my thing at Milk. I was doing my thing at Nylon all while posting my life. And I think something that kind of drew people in was my lack of filter. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have anything to hide. I am not scared to talk about my poops to talk about my we'll talk about that dog to talk about my pimples to talk about yeah. whatever because I'm not only doing it for other people to feel better and to feel human but I'm also doing it for myself because mm-hmm. I'm also I hate using the v word victim but um of of uh the media and these like perfect images and these concepts of the perfect existence and the perfect just even the word perfect I don't, I'm not perfect. I don't want to be perfect. I can't be perfect. And if someone wants to be perfect, that just sounds like a poisonous uh, like goal yeah. to reach. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing it also for myself. Like if I do have a pimple, I'm going to be proud of it because right. I also want to feel comfortable having a pimple. And I want, you know, my follower in Oklahoma who also has a pimple to be like, damn, I have a pimple. It's fine because right. we all get pimples. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, but it's really hard because then I scroll two images down and there there's a photo of a gal who has facetuned her, her entire existence. And you're like, well, maybe my pimple isn't that lit. But I, I, that's I don't want that, you know, like yeah, nobody wants yeah. that. It, it, yeah, your following definitely grew from a more organic place, which I think is what separates you. And also, I think those people that I had listed, everyone has um, a, not not side hustle, but they have other ways of expression. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah. like you have like your modeling, but also your paint and also your writing. And I feel like each one of them has this like secondary expression and channel that they can go to. Um, whereas I just, I don't know, the superficiality of it is just, it's re- I mean, it's hurting all of us, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and, I, and, and it doesn't serve anyone. Exactly. Really. And that's what, why now that I do have a community that mm-hmm. just happened, I was like, okay, 
I'm also a quote unquote victim of this hyper reality that Instagram has created. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this chance and change it for myself and change it for those following me. So I hold myself incredibly accountable to use my platform to change that for my community, but change it for myself also. Mm -hmm. So if I'm feeling down, I mean, uh, the pimple in theory is just an example because there's such bigger things on this planet. Mm -hmm. But let's say I do have a pimple. I take a photo and there's a pimple in it and I will post the photo with the pimple and say, I have a pimple Mm -hmm. to make myself feel better and to make others feel better. And I think that's my way of kind of navigating this um, unattainability that Instagram has created. Um, And I think it's working. And I think that it's you have a choice when you have a community you either use it for good to add to people's lives or not Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if I posted a photo knowing you know 30,000 people were gonna see it and my caption would be like sunny Sunday with my latte (laughs) hashtag good vibes Totally. You know, like, yeah. what is that doing for anybody? No one. You know what I and mean? It, yeah. And in a world that is just so oversaturated with fluff, I, I feel like that's now my responsibility is to use this platform for good. And I and recently I've kind of finally found my angle, which is uh, wellness on like a bigger scale. So when I was at Nylon, I was writing about beauty and I had just started to kind of scratch the surface with trying to write about beauty in a more um, inclusive way. Mm. Because not everyone has $200 to spend on Sunday Riley, or not everyone can go get a facial, or not everyone, um, I don't know, even has the time. You know, some people work from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., and when they come home, they don't want to put a mask on. They want to shower and go to bed. Right. So I was just starting to scratch that surface, but now that I have my own thing going, um, I've kind of turned it into food like mind body spirit like what you mm-hmm. think what you say what you eat what you do how you a more everything. holistic approach exactly yeah. exactly and bringing it back to humanity i think that's kind of your more grounding space like is to really be this flawed amazing person that you are like it's you're not again you're not trying to hide anything and i think it, it, it has worked and it just proves that that can that work <laughs> yeah. like it's just so yeah it's and so sad that people think it's just the yeah. way you exactly. know what i mean and it's easy it's easier for everyone and i i almost i think sometimes even though right now uh most of my income does come from the internet if you mm-hmm. will it comes from advertising things that I believe in and working with brands that I like for example like you said you love Paige jeans I love Paige also like I just did an advertisement with them but the reason I did it was because like you said they're comfortable like this jacket is cute and I feel cute wearing it and it has like good length sleeves which Mm -hmm. is really important because I'm (laughs) a little five three gal um, I feel that I'm 5'2". Yeah, it's a hard one for us, but they have so many crop styles. <laughs> anyway, I need um, to check out their jacket but wait, section. Can you, actually, this is a good sec. I want to talk about your modeling. So you've kind of have been able to capitalize on 
it feels like brands nowadays are trying to put forth a more normal yeah. human. Yeah. I'm not saying that you're you look normal because you're fucking gorgeous, but like a more human Thank and <laughs> untraditional quote unquote look yeah. rather than this six foot anorexic looking whatever Dang. model. Yeah. So. And it's incredible that you've been able to gain income through this kind of new method of modeling that yeah. brands are tapping into. And it's and it's been working for a lot of um, a lot of companies like Nike, like Madewell. I know you've done like North Face, like these types of companies that are kind of bringing it down, like kind of just like scaling it back. A yeah. Little, you know, Well, and I think they're also catching on to this kind of like toxicity that sure. is that is. Uh, being more and more talked about and in I the think, modeling industry, specifically. yeah, yeah, yeah. but even, just like on a in, a in a bigger scale, I think yeah. people are just fed up with this ideal, yeah, and beauty. it's not. But attainable. it's also confusing because, like, if you go to a brand like Victoria's Secret, they have this one size imagery, but everybody in the store doesn't look like that. So why wouldn't you cater to who well, your buyers are? Let's not bring up Victoria's you know what I mean? Secret. Like yeah. your like, buyers are real people. So yeah. why are we putting someone that doesn't yeah. match? And that's one type of person yeah. that that definitely deserves yeah. to be and represented and as I well. See, and I mean, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it across the board also on online shopping, which I love. Like, I'll see – I mean, Everlane does this Outdoor Voices where they'll have – you can pick the model to see the shirt on. Oh, that's so awesome. So that you can see the dip, what it looks like on more, a – More on you. Yeah, on a different size person. Like, instead of, like, a very skinny model and then you get the shirt, you're like, whoa, this is nothing yeah. like it. Yeah. But, no, so kind of talk about how you – got into that and like what you think about how that shift is happening yeah well I'm trying to think what my first quote-unquote like modeling gig was but I feel like for a while I was just doing favors like Mm. at milk makeup they were like oh our model didn't show up like let's throw Bianca the intern let's throw the intern (laughs) in there She's she's cool. Yeah, like she has cool, cool earrings on. <laughs> um, so it, it slowly started like that, and I think that when I would post, because I was proud, so I yeah. would say, "Hey, look at this video that I did for Milk Makeup or whatever." So then other people would see that, and then I think they thought, "Oh, so Bianca does that." So I'm yeah. I'm working on this clothing line, and maybe I should ask Bianca. Mm, and got it. at first, I was kind of like, "I'm not a model." I don't model. I don't want to model. Mm. Modeling is silly, you know, mm. but then I, I, I thought, okay, Bianca, this is actually an opportunity to change the game. Mm. This is how you can go literally like be a spy almost like go in from the back end and change it from the inside out. Mm. So awesome. I would say yes to these things because I am short because my face isn't symmetrical. I do have pimples. I do have a bump in my nose. My eyebrows aren't even, you know what I mean? One of my ears like sticks out. <laughs> incredible amounts you know like I'm like the average person and I thought if I keep saying yes to these things and if I keep showing up in these images more people will see a normal person in images and if even if it's just like my friend's clothing company it starts small you know what I mean so I kind of started like that and um it just grew and grew and grew and I got reached out to like we were saying by Nike by made well by North Face. I just recently did a holiday campaign for Levi's and it was so funny. There's a Levi's store here in uh, downtown San Diego and my father works across the street from it. And on one of his 
days where he was getting a coffee, he went, he just popped in. Oh my God. And I was in there and he came home that night. He's like, Bianca, you're in the Levi store across from my office. Like you need to come. I told all the employees that, that you're my daughter and they don't believe me. So you need to come. So I went and it was my first time seeing like the final images. And I was so happy because they did not Photoshop a single pimple off my face. I was like, yeah, I was like, hell. Yeah. Like I'm a a pimply gal, (laughs) um, despite uh, what people may may think. I mean, granted, there are worse situations, but there Mm -hmm. are better situations. Mm -hmm. I do try really hard to take care of my skin. Okay. Yes, please. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's do We're we're having some issues over here. (laughs) Yeah. I mean. And that's what I was thinking about today is it all comes in waves. Like we yeah. all have good skin periods. We all Me have too. bad skin periods. And I that's think, a good point. I and do. I think people forget. They look at this, this whole highlight thing of the bad. Yeah. And people just yeah. think they were brainwashed to think, oh, that girl right there, her skin's always good. But we don't know because she doesn't post, post her bad yeah, period totally or true. she doesn't appear on TV with, in her bad period or you know yeah so absolutely. i was really excited about that but um but yeah then, so what are your give us i mean this is the thing i'm tired of this question though because every person's skin is different like your go-to's could not work for other people's but for you specifically what have been kind of like your saving grace in terms of products so i'm a big picker oh wait, huge same, picker same and not good First thing is first, no matter what you use on your face, if you're a picker, it's not. I mean, it's just you can throw your money down the toilet. You can buy the best Points cream <laughs> in the world, but it's not going to fix what your little fingers can do. And yeah. I am I literally wake up every morning and I'm like, today's the last day. Today's the last day I'm going to pick my face. But today is the last day I'm going to pick <laughs> my face. But um, I have had good periods mm-hmm. where I go months without touching my face. Mm. And that's when my skin glows. But obviously I have a little help. <laughs> I have a little help. Um, so I would say that some of my key guys are, so Sunday Riley makes a serum called Good Genes. Mm-hmm. The lactic acid. Exactly. And that has helped with my hyperpigmentation. How, how often do you do it? So much. I do it every other day. Whoa. Yeah. But have I you. I people are only supposed to do it once a week. Once a week. Have you. Everybody's skin is different. Yes, exactly. And I grew up going to the dermatologist and Mm, using retinols and retin-A's and got it. Like straight up science on my face. Totally. So my skin can handle it's a good deal. But what I have learned uh, the hard way is putting layering actives. Mm -hmm. So I used to pick. And then be like, oh my goodness, I made, I ruined everything. Let me put nine different layers of nine different products on mm-hmm. and pray that in the morning I'll be just fine. No, it gets worse because these active ingredients then fight each other. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to realize more and more, uh, even after my beauty editing days, that less is more. For example, when I was at Nylon, we would get so much sent to us to try. I would wear 19 things at night and then... After like a few weeks of doing that and then switching and then stopping and this at the end of I think those three months where I was beauty editing, my skin has had never been so congested. And yeah. I was like, what's happening? Maybe yeah. I 
should wash my pillowcase or something. And it's like, no, putting so much stuff on your face that your skin gets confused and just like breaks out. That's, That's what we're kind of coming to terms with, Mads, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, so... I recently got like super into skincare and like the whole like Korean 20,000 step nightly thing. And I'm really, really diligent about looking at ingredients and not mixing active ingredients and making sure to whatever uh, switch off days when I'm doing certain things. But it's got I think it has gotten to the point where I'm you're doing too much. I'm do. It's not even that. It's just like I. I, I <sighs> It's hard because everyone says for I'm only doing a cleanser, a toner, a serum, and a moisturizer, which is the core four. Like y- those are the ones you need to do essentially. And like I sometimes even skip the moisturizer because I'm just like I feel like I already have too much on my face. Like I'm so scared I'm gonna wake up with a thousand new pimples. Like for me, I've n- haven't gotten it down to a science. It's like literally I wake up and one day it's unbelievable. And I'm like, holy shit, my face is fresh. And we're then, cured. And we're cured. <laughs> and I'll do the same exact routine and wake up with a thousand people. Like it's it's such a crapshoot. Like and it's a learning process. And every person, as we were saying, has different thing and whatever. But it's just so it's so frustrating. Yeah. And there's also and, so many yeah. factors. It's. Oh, yes. Do you exercise? Do you yeah. not? How much coffee do you drink? Do you have a lot of chocolate? Do you dairy, have a lot yeah. of sugar? Do you have dairy? How did you yeah. sleep? Do you did yeah. you drink? Um, are you? How is your gut flora? Like, yeah. Yeah. there's just so Absolutely. many things to consider. Also, age. You know, yeah. like I have a lot of like I said, older friends. I actually remember asking my brother because my brother and I um, actually used to bond in the in the bathroom with all of our like Neutrogena yeah. uh, <laughs> so acne cute. products and we'd be like oh like can you ha- pass me the, the pimple medicine yeah <laughs> but now my brother's face is flawless he's four years older than me and I was like Alex the other day in the bathroom as I like am examining a blemish it's like did you did you reach a point where you think your skin had like a a shift, a turn. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, when I turned 25, I feel like wow. my skin kind of stopped getting like, w- didn't, ha- I didn't have active pimples anymore. Yeah, so you go through phases. phases. You go 100%. Through phases. Or like, for example, my mother, she was like, yeah, I turned, I don't know, 30, whatever. And all of a sudden got rosacea on my cheeks Yeah, yeah. You, or adult yeah. acne. You know, you sure, just never, you know, never know. And I think yeah. going, even going back to this social media thing, we're all conditioned to think that even clear good skin is common it's not i'm sitting at this Mm -hmm. table and all of us like have normal skin (laughs) you know very normal very normal we're normal people hormonal acne skin yeah hormonal acne yeah that's the bane of my fucking existence the chin the chin that i i'm wearing cover-up right now because i did not want to grace you all with my (laughs) redness that's it is i look like a pubescent 13 year old like I cannot believe it's I mean but the thing about hormonal acne which is so frustrating is that it really is it's hormonal it's all hormonal like you really can't do that much like you could try to prevent it and reduce it a little but it's we gotta get on that medication that my friend's on I'm gonna send that to you okay but regardless it's like it's as you said it's stress like for me I'm going through a really stressful time so I 100% know it's that it's probably stress it's also periods coming I was eating dairy. I was drinking a lot last weekend. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, yeah, of course. And then I'm like, oh, the products don't work. I'm like, no, it's like. It's everything. You really need to think about it holistically. Yeah. But anyways, not to bore everyone because we talk about skincare every fucking podcast. Yeah, we're basically Um, a Wait, but we want to talk about bowel movements because. Yeah. um, So everyone, Bianca shares Scout and my struggle with digestion and gut 
health and uh, bowel movements. So please enlighten us on certain tips that you have found successful, especially when you travel so much too, which I like, I can't, if I travel, it's done. Like I'm, I'm not pooping for a couple days. It's, it's true. I actually, it's really funny because Maddie and I actually, I think the reason why we got so close so fast was because we were at lunch and probably me. I don't. I started talking no, we about both pooping. Were like, we were like, we're so constipated right now. We like yeah. both couldn't eat something. We were like, we yeah. can't do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And then we started talking about how constipated we were and how much trouble we've gone through and the ins and the outs and whatever. And that just automatically you become blood brothers. Exactly. We were blood it's, brothers. And I feel like so many people go through this type of issue. They just don't talk about it because yeah. it's pretty. If I travel, I I've been constipated for 10 days before oh of course me yeah. too 10 days i yeah. mean that's it's, oh but yeah. do you know what i was in france and i was constipating because i was traveling even though i had my own bathroom and everything yeah. and um my mom and i walked into a pharmacy and we got these all natural laxatives yeah and they were made with fig actually yeah and that shit worked yeah. so well yeah it yeah. was incredible. I, I wish know. I had the name of it right now. I don't, but it's yeah. yeah. Bianca and I talked about smooth move, which I've gone off of. Okay, which, thank like, God because you were ruining goodness. your colon, man. No, yeah. Bianca drinks it every. No, every it's day so too. bad for you to drink. No, it no, every no. Day. I, I, are we done? Through? Okay, good. So the everyday thing is just with nothing. Like nothing is everyday. But there was it, that's the thing. This whole bowel movement thing is a cycle, and I think yeah. everybody learns the hard way. Mm-hmm. Because so many of these products are so easily attainable mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, I'm really constipated right now. Let me have a smooth move every day for three weeks and like, uh, let's see what happens. But it doesn't work like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think um, there's like a, a, a self-discovery path, s- probably starting with smooth move because yeah. it's so accessible. You go yeah. to and a grocery works, store. And it works and you're just like, ugh, I just want something to work. Wait, yeah. So my husband works in the gut microbiome industry. Why hasn't he solved this for us? I don't fucking know why don't we ask him okay also, he's listening why right doesn't now he so give babe. us some probiotics some Can like we, under the table good probiotics yes. Can I tell you guys a secret i have yes. a theory oh yes. i have theory so okay. i am studying right now to become a holistic nutritionist amazing and we talk a lot about fermented foods mm. and this whole probiotic craze wasn't hasn't been around for I mean, I'm sure it has, but like it ebbs and it flows. And Mm. and right now it's peaking. Everyone's like, oh, what probiotic do you take? Right. Yeah. But I'm a big believer in call me archaic, but in tradition, you know, I I mean, sauerkraut and kimchi. Yes. And these foods were invented for a reason. Have you ever tried gut shots? No, what's so that? So it's amazing. You can get it at Sprouts. And I was taking it a bunch because it just literally de-bloated me and I wasn't constipated. And then Adam looked oh at the goodness. label and he's like, it's just sauerkraut. Yeah. <laughs> literally, it's literally just <laughs> sauerkraut. <laughs> exactly. And, and for example, branding and all this. Like, yeah. Blah, 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 gut shot. Yeah. But OK, so go back to the traveling topic. Yeah. Um, I was in Germany once and I was really constipated. And a friend took me to a grocery store and bought me sauerkraut juice. It was like, drink wow. this, drink yeah, that's and drink all shot. of it. Yeah. And it, I mean, my the thing is, my bowels are a little wild, <laughs> so it only helped a little bit. But he was like, yo, yeah. if I drink that whole thing, I'd yeah. be on the toilet for a week. But how magical is that? It's yeah. just cabbage and yeah, salt. You know what I mean? Okay, we I need to try drink that. sauerkraut juice. That's what gut shots are. It's sauerkraut juice. A, yeah. shou- a shot, shot. So I really a think shot of sauerkraut in the morning. Fermented Sweet. food. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just mm-hmm. you know, like whenever you go 
out to eat and if there's kimchi on the menu, Order it's not it. hot. It's not attractive. But <laughs> I just went, I, I just try it. I just ate kimchi the other now. day. Yeah, right. kimchi, let's, kimchi. Like, let's, put, let's like let's make this trending. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a new Brussels sprout. Sauerkraut, <laughs> exactly. And you know, I think it's it's a lot. It gives me more peace of mind if I have a spoonful of sauerkraut in my salad mm-hmm. rather than this like random probiotic that I randomly picked at Whole Foods and randomly played fifty bucks, paid fifty bucks for, and I'm like, well. So let's, let's see what happens works. that's what i do and it never works yeah, yeah and we like spend we spend guap on all this stuff and it's like okay let's let's go back to our food yeah and i really think it, is. it comes down to our food yeah. i think it's how much you eat when you eat and what you eat mm-hmm. and then if you really pay attention to those things i think in theory we could really combat constipation and combat any sort of bout yeah and bloating any any yeah ex- oh. bloating especially and like just anything happening that's not regular in your bowels it's not you don't have to run to the doctor and and ask for a probiotic or ask that's for me. guidance on whatever it's like okay so how much let's dairy are you eating? yeah, let's yeah. how much gluten are you eating mm-hmm. like obviously if you have pasta three nights in a row you're gonna feel a little bloated yeah and maybe you're not gonna go to the bathroom the way that you do you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah um, but I guess going back to tips and I'm going to plug this a little bit. I'm working on a, a wellness scene right now Ooh. and I have a, a list of, um, I guess like pooping tips in order of, of strength. Oh yeah. Um, this shit. <laughs> so the first one is in the morning, like let's say you're, you're just discovering, okay, I think I'm constipated and think I'm feeling a little funky. Um, I would start with a glass of hot water. In the morning. Mm-hmm. And this is for like beginners. Like Maddie and I had to go pretty deep. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I went, probably need I probably need more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We went pretty deep. I've done the like warm lemon water shit. It doesn't I mean yeah. it's just it's good just for your like, It's very yeah. good it's for a you. It's a good cr- grounding way to start your day, but like that is yeah. poop. But uh, I'm not correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. there was probably definitely a point in your journey where in that warm water probably could have worked. If I stuck with it, for sure. Yeah. But then I was like I was drinking that every morning and I was constipated and then yeah. like it probably could have gone on a regular yeah. thing, or it just didn't. Yeah. And that's the thing, like maybe for your system, that warm water didn't work, but then X worked for you. Sure. But for me, the warm water could have worked or for whoever, you know right, what I mean? Right, 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 right. So I would start like really easy for beginners mm. with warm water. And mm. then you slowly start adding things to that warm water if it's not working, whether it's lemon juice, ginger, ginger. apple cider vinegar, mm-hmm. and you kind of create this you elixir. Yeah, I, I used to drink, I need to get back into that. I used to drink a drink every morning. It was mint, apple cider vinegar, cayenne, and turmeric, and lemon. Yeah. Every day. Like a but yours was cold, which I didn't understand. fucking big. Yeah, but yours was, was cold. cold. No, you're supposed to, yeah. warm, warm. Is, helps yeah. it oh. flow through Whoops. quicker. I was <laughs> doing it wrong. Yeah. But you said it worked. Yeah, it was so re- and oh, I felt amazing. Oh, yeah. so oh, maybe that's why my skin was so clear back then. See, d- I'm tr- yeah, I'm trying to also think back when my skin was clear. I'm having like, an epiphany. It's, about, it's honestly a lot of it has to do with what you eat. Yeah, you you're know? right. And people, I think people forget. They're like, oh, let me have this pizza, or let me have these three beers, or let me have this ice cream, and then by the Sunday right, and they're like, what's going on? Yeah, totally, you know, totally. But it's um, all balance. It's all yeah. It's back to basic. I think we just all like need to. Get back to basics. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, just like take a step tradition. back. I like that. Yeah, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. it's it's a, again, it's a hard truth. It's a hard truth because if you're eating too often, if you're eating too much, if you're eating the wrong foods, mm-hmm. start with that. 
You yeah, know, it's like, d- don't go buy something. You don't need a doctor sure. or uh, come to me. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's Hire me. To Br- Bianca's uh, DMs. Um, but yeah, I think it's about what you eat, how often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, mom. <laughs> no, you're totally fine. <laughs> we're, we're wrapping Hi. up now. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Should we wrap up? Yeah, we have to wrap up though anyways. But no, it's fine. <laughs> we've been oh my god, we've been chatting for an hour. We yeah. have been woo. Okay. We are. We're we're not even we didn't even scratch the surface, oh, guys. I, 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 I know I could come back on. I know I could talk with you forever. Yeah. You have um, to come back on. Okay, tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram. Yes. My I, I don't know what to say. It, it, either it's username, handle, handle. I just like handle. My, I, my Instagram handle. name. My like Instagram that. name like that. is V Bianca V. And on there, I have my website, com. But what I like to tell people is I'm always I'm always there on DM. You know, Love people... It. Slide into your DMs. Yeah, slide into my DMs. And a lot of people ask me for eating tips and pooping tips and skin tips and just tips. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm there and I'm all about, you know, share the share the 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 knowledge spread the wealth (laughs) spread the love because because i got so much of that you know like i was given so much in the start of my journey and given so much guidance and given so many little morsels of information that you just got to keep paying it forward you know um you can find me at at maddie mayo you can find me at scout sobel and you can find okay sis at okay sis podcast Thank you, sister. Thanks, guys. Bye. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.